Warning, this podcast is a lot to swallow. Both hosts Jonathan Shane and Michael Gorman are not medically licensed professionals and are only sharing their opinions on subjects spoken about on this podcast. A lot to swallow is not held liable for anything you attempt during or after listening to it. Listener's discretion is advised. And what's up again, you little rascals? Welcome to another episode of A Lot to Swallow. I'm here with my guest. Actually, haha. With your guest? Joke. Have I been demoted? That was a joke. I said, dang it. I can't believe I said guest, and I can't cut it out because it was so good. Okay. Co host. Maybe you're just feeling used today. (laughs) I can't believe I said that. I'm not feeling well, everybody. Let's just get that out of the way now. Uh, Okay. So. Mike, my co-host, my beautiful friend, how are you doing today? <laughs> oh, I'm great. I'm great. I, I mean, I was I was great until I init- found out that I've I, I've been removed. I I mean, I guess it's good for me because then when you record another episode, I don't have to be there. If I you know, it's true. I don't want to I, I don't want to guess too often <laughs> because you know then people will get tired of me. So I'll just come on like once every you know eight to twelve episodes. Yes, yes, good. I'll keep you for the good ones. Absolutely. So. We have uh, what's cooking. I have something that I just think is absolutely burnt. But until we get to that, we're going to let you go first, um, as is tradition. What's cooking in your life, Mike? I don't. I mean, I, I if people have been listening all along, like, you know, sometimes it's things that frustrate me in real life. And sometimes it's things that get to me online. And this week, I, I think, is is an online one because um it's it's about people gatekeeping, and do you have have you you know what that means? Have you heard that phrase before? Well, before you continue, you know, remember we have people on this um this uh, podcast that listen to us that don't know all of your big words, um, like myself. So please explain what gatekeeping is for the listeners and me. Well, that's why because if you were listening to me, I said you you know what that means. I was going to explain oh. it. Oh. You, you would you jumped ahead. Well, but that's okay. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to fill in the the void. Okay, just what does it mean? Well, that's like me gatekeeping conversation now. But gatekeeping <laughs> is like my my basic understanding of it is when like people tell you, you know, you you express that you you what you whether you bought something or you watched something and liked it or you're joining, you know, you're following a sports team and people tell you that you're not doing it the right way. Like there's a right way to enjoy certain things, <laughs> and you know the the person posits themselves as like uh, an expert. It's like when. You know, one of the big examples online that isn't the thing that really kind of drove me this week is, um, but it's people who buy like, you know, Carhartt gear, the clothing, mm. Carhartt, you know, yeah. it's Carhartt work, work clothing. Yeah, like work clothing. Uh-huh. And, you know, when someone buys it not for work and they get attacked in their comments because someone's like, you know, that's you've never worked a day in your life and you shouldn't be wearing that jacket. You know, it's gatekeeping. It's telling people they're, that they can't do something or they're doing something wrong. And, you know, but I'm the, you know, it's the, the idea of gate, you know, literally of gatekeeping is like determining who you allow through the gates, like who you let in to the cool club, like that sort of thing. You know, you know, I, I, sorry, I I just have to say this. I, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's funny how every people that are very, uh, um, literate, I guess is, is the word. Um, they have many words of defining when someone's just being a dick. So this person's just being a dick about something they like. Well, it's really it's like a subset of being a dick, though, because like okay. you, there's many different it's ways to be a dick. It's a subject. Um, 
you know, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a subset of, of ways to be a dick. But for me, it was, you know, I had um, earlier, um, like a week ago on social media on, on the Instagrams, I, I asked people like what their favorite holiday movies were. Yes, because this is dropping, you know, a couple of days before Christmas. I'm somehow bringing a holiday angle into this. But, you know, people shared what their favorite movies were. And I shared those um, to everyone out there online. And the comments you'd get like, oh, you know, that I doubt that person saw that movie when that one came out. And if they're a real fan, they probably don't know this about that movie. They don't know that about that. You know, they don't know the story behind this or the story behind that. And it's just like it brings you to that place of like just why just let people enjoy things like let people no one is hurting anyone you know by saying they like something you know it, i think it happens around music a lot like genres of music like when you get into a genre of music late quote unquote later in life and people are like well you know i've been listening to that since i was a kid and you know i was there when this happened and i listened i had this album and i saw this person live and all of those things like i just think it's a great time of year you know heading towards the new year to be like, take a deep breath. And it, I think it goes back to something we've discussed several times on the show. And that's like people believing that when you share something, you're immediately, you immediately want their opinion on what you're sharing and they want a judgment. Like it's just this sense of, you know, righteous judgment that everyone has about things that they love or they enjoy. And it'll happen too. I think it, sometimes like I'm, you know, <laughs> I follow a lot of food accounts on, on Instagram um, and you'll see someone prepare something and someone's like, well, that's not the traditional way to prepare that. You did it wrong. You know, there there's a, a YouTube um, channel that I like to follow called Sorted Food. And it's these like five or six guys um, in the UK, half of half chefs, half they call them normals. And they're always just like doing tests against each other and trying new products and things along those lines. And, at one point, one of them, he created a recipe. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like he, it was a fusion challenge, and he fused paella, which is a Spanish rice dish, and a banh mi sandwich, which is uh, an Asian pork sandwich with a slaw on it. And people like flipped out at like the cult of paella went crazy on them. Like, the guy got death threats in his DMs over the fact that what he was calling a paella wasn't really a paella. It was like in the style of that recipe and like people were like threatening his life. And I just think sometimes people need to calm down, take a deep breath. You think you, think? you step back, <laughs> you know, and I'm not at all saying this will relate to anything you're going to bring up, but I'm just saying like sometimes people <laughs> decide like, that there, they have the right answer, and if you do wow. something different or you enjoy something different, that you're wrong. And I just think everyone needs to like take a deep breath and allow people to enjoy things. Let let people enjoy things. I mean, if someone is completely disrespecting you, like that's a completely different thing. But if they're completely disrespecting like a television show that you like, and that's what's got you heated and got you worked up, you need to like really evaluate where your priorities are in life, like. Step away from the TV, take a break, maybe cancel half of your, your two dozen streaming services you're subscribed to and just, you know, take a deep breath. Let it be OK. Get outside. Come back in. Your show isn't changing your enjoyment. It, and that's the thing I think that happens is for some reason, like people feel like if I enjoy something in a different way than you do, 
that it's going to affect your ability to enjoy something. And that's like a whole nother discussion about letting go of things that you can't control, but just let, let people enjoy things. Like that's, that's where I'm coming from this week is I wish more, more enjoyment, less judgment as we go into 2024. Yeah, I don't want to continue having this podcast. <laughs> so I don't want to. I don't want to go to the next part now. Why not? But, Come on. You know, what? you know what? No, I'm going to stand firm in this. Okay, I'm going to stand firm. Uh, before I get there, though, uh, valid. I definitely understand what you mean, and yeah, I think people, in all seriousness, I think people, they yeah, they, people get mad for no reason. Like they, they, I don't know. People just want something to be angry about. I guess like, and it's weird. Like I get cultural pride. I do. I do. I do. But it's like, if it's not attacking you as a person and it's just attacking something, something you love, not someone, we're not talking about people, like something you love, something that you identify with, but it's not you personally, they're not attacking you personally. You really have to work on maturing and distinguishing the two because I mean, like, it's just, it's un, it's unneeded anger. It's wasted energy. And it literally gets you nowhere. All it does is make you feel better until you're a bigger prick than the person that started it. And it's like, just calm down. Well, and especially when it's over silly things. Like if it's someone attacking like something from your heritage or your culture, like your actual culture, not your online, you know, gaming culture, whatever, like then sure, have a discussion with that person, like challenge them, get heated, whatever. But well, like if someone's if, like, I hate pupusas and some and like I have a good friend that uh, had a has a Salvadorian restaurant and I used to go eat there eat pupusas all the time. If someone was like, like if if he told me like, yeah, someone said they hated pupusas and we fought because he pissed me off because he disrespected my heritage. I'd be like, bro, that was so not worth it. And maybe in his eyes in that moment, he felt like it was worth it. But I was like, dude, he wasn't attacking you. He's attacking some part of your culture. It may be an important part of your culture, but it's like. He wasn't attacking you. He was just giving us, unfortunately, we live in a country where people get to just say whatever the hell they want. And it's like, just get over it. You just got to learn to get over it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, so that, so that's where, aside from also dealing, dealing, I have, I have a friend that sent out a a video for people to look at this week. That was of a, a poor child getting scared and, you know, I oh, just, I, I, I wasn't sure why we find humor in some of those things now, but beyond that, I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I'm all set. Yeah, it's true. Actually, I actually didn't find that video funny. I was like, oh, that's, that's actually kind of messed up. <laughs> that's not how I remember it, but okay. Uh, I'm not going to get you. I mean, I definitely texted ha ha ha, but like you watch videos like that. Mm. I think, I think, I think we find humor in pain that we resonate with. I think humor is an easy way for us to, to to acknowledge something traumatic like think about it like most people that have been through trauma if like something like a like if it's put in like a funny tone people will laugh at something that that they've experienced themselves in some way and they 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 find they don't find the thing funny they find the fact that they that they can resonate with that person's experience in real time ironic to a point of humor i think it's deeper than that when why people laugh at stuff like that and then some people are just dicks. <laughs> true, true. So what's got what's on your mind this week? What's going okay, on with you? Okay, so this is completely one hundred percent unrelated to anything that Mike just talked about. We have got to talk about Mike's gym playlist. What the actual hell? Um. So no judgment here. I, I want to hear. Okay, so I don't remember the song, 
But every time I've heard one of Mike's songs that he shares on his stories about his gym playlist, I just, I can't understand how you find that motivating inside of a, a place of, of, of screams and pain and, and muscle. Like, it's the same, like, no, no, it's the same, like my father, I give my father-in-law a hard time because he listens to like hymns and worship music when he's lifting like 200 pounds. And I'm just like, I don't get it. So I'm not judging. I just, I can't comprehend it. And I find it funny. I just find it funny when he shares something. Cause it's like, it's like, I hear it and I'm like, and it's always like a really old song too. <laughs> like a song that I don't listen to. And so it just always throws me off. I'm just like, oh, it's so Mike. What 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 is this playlist? And then of course he corrected my typo on my stories, which if you're not following us on Instagram, you can do that in the show notes. Uh, Mike, explain the development of your gym playlist to us and why those kinds of songs motivate you to pump iron. Well, the song that you're specifically talking about is a song by Sarah Bareilles, who is an incredible songwriter. The song's name is Brave. And the lyrics of the song that you were specifically not enthused with were, maybe there's a way out of the cage where you live. Maybe one of these days you can let the light in and show me how big your brave is. And my Instagram is about my own journey and the journeys of other people who have struggled with massive obesity and the changes that I've made in my life and the cage that I've broken out of. So that song resonates with me and it resonates with a lot of other people. It was released in 2013, which is not that old. Mm -hmm. um, and so a song that's about inspiring people to find their voice and make change in their life is something that motivates me when I'm at the gym. <laughs> Apparently you don't, there. you don't find, you don't find any of that motivating. I understand yeah. like that's not something that resonates to you at all or, you find that there's any any value in but for me those are the songs that get me going at the gym those are like i'm not a headbanger like i've never been like a, a metal guy like i don't like loud thrashing music while i'm working out like that doesn't help me focus like and honestly 99% of the time i'm not listening to music till i'm ending my workout till like it's whether i'm getting on the treadmill for a few minutes or going for a walk or finishing up and driving home like I usually listen to podcasts um, when, okay. I'm, when I'm working out, okay, but okay. No, this, is a, my, this is my gym playlist. That's one of the songs that's on there. And if you want, I can, I, there's probably other songs on there that would upset you. I'm not upset. Okay. Hold, hold, hold on. You are not allowed to answer like that. That was a too much. You have time to think about this response. That is, that was too heartfelt. That was too, you just resonated with everybody listening. Now I'm the bad guy. Okay. Now, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, two episodes back, you said you didn't like kids, and now you don't like <laughs> people who are struggling and need insp inspiration to to make change. I, I, I don't understand what I could have gotten wrong there. It all it all makes sense to me. This is reverse psychology, and you're a horrible human. And on that, it it, it wasn't okay. Okay, okay, it wasn't. It's not that I didn't like the song. Let me let me let me back up. Let me let me defend myself a little. I don't. I feel I don't feel like I share this in America, but I'm going to anyways. It's not that I didn't like the song. It's that when I look at Mike, I see a man with a bald head and a really long beard in the gym. And yes, yes, for some reason, I subconsciously stereotype you. And I assume you would be listening to some kind of metal or rock when you work out. So to, you, to hear you listening to a song with that kind of melody and tone just throws me off. That's all. It's so different than like, you ever seen the, okay, come on, you can't tell me you haven't seen those TikToks where it's like, 
what people think I'm listening to in the gym. And it's like some big dude, like tats and a beard and it's like Metallica. And then like what I'm actually listening to. And it's like, um, I don't know. It's like, a uh, like, um, uh, you know, uh, Whitney Houston or something. And then like the flip side, like some little girl that is like what they think I'm listening to. And it's like some like K-pop star. And then like what I'm really listening to. And it's like, it's like, a, a like some kind of death metal, <laughs> like, it, you know, it's just, I just, it just threw me off. That's all. I was just, I couldn't, I was, I was surprised. Understood. Understood. I mean, I also have on there, I'm, I, I, like I've said, I think I've said in this podcast before, 80s alternative was like the music I grew up with. So I have REM on there. I have a lot of tears for fears on there. Uh, well, I mean, I have, of course I have the song who did the song. Let me find it. I'm literally sc- sitting here scrolling right now. Um, the song proud by Heather small. Why was it the theme song to the biggest loser for like five seasons? It was, um, but the song is good. There's, there's good lyrics in there. Good things to listen to when you're just trying to cool down. Um, I also have things like dropkick Murphy's I'm shipping up to Boston. REM finest work song, mad world by tears for fears. Oh, there's a song called comeback kid by new Republic. Is it new Republic? New politics, new Pol- not new Republic, new politics. Come back, kid. Great song. Great, especially if you're someone who's been on a journey where you feel like you're falling, you're getting back up. That's a really good one. That's a lot. You get what you give by the new radicals. Like, I look for, I, I'm someone that, like, when it comes to music, like, I look more at the lyrics than even, like, the genre of music or, or where it's from. So, for me, there's stuff that's all over there. Do I also have um, some uh, fireworks music from Disney World on there? I probably do at the end. I think it's one of the last things that's on the list. Um, all kinds of stuff. Invincible by Pat Banatar. Heavy Dirty Soul by 21 Pilots. You know, I could go on all day. You know, the more the more we're having this conversation, the more terrified I am of opening up my emails. Oh, I, I do have a I do have one metal hairband song on there. Dream Warriors by Dokken from Night, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. That's on there as I well. I literally have no idea about anything you just talked about. I don't know. I have what I got I have some Macklemore on there. Do you like uh, Macklemore? Yeah, I, yeah. Macklemore. Yeah. I figured you know oh. that. I figured you know him. Yeah, yeah. Um B52s, The Smiths, see? Some of it is like stays very much in my wheelhouse of You like the Killers? Um, I have a country song on there, Everybody Wants by Brett Shirky or Shiroki. Um I have Hard Times by Paramore. Um Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam, which was the theme song to the um taskmaster series on hbo i have just a lot of real weird it's i when i like a song i just look it up and slap it on the list because i figure at some point i'm going to want to listen to it so it's eclectic i i call my music taste eclectic okay do you um do you like the killers they're pretty good there's nothing on there by the killers but i like the killers okay 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 i just got into them actually it's a new uh oh they're new... like for they're from like 10 years ago that's so old oh, do you want to hear do you want to hear a fun story about me making fun of you about old music um so growing up uh you know computers were fairly new still or at least like the internet sorry not computers the internet let me back up the internet was fairly new when i was growing up and um everybody had LimeWire. you know there was nothing better than downloading your music and frying everything you had electronically in the process and um my stepdad was the one that downloaded so like growing up i didn't listen to like you know 
2000 2010 like country rocker i grew up on like def leppard and poison and metallica and like old tupac and like old eminem and like six, 60 70s 80s 90s kiss like i listened to all that so i'm making fun of you but like i remember like you know listening to stuff and all my friends would be like what are you listening to and i'm like bro every rose has this like you don't know that song like that song's classic then i'm talking about but yeah yeah so, you know, long story short, it's not, I, I'll, I'll say this, like my gym playlist isn't a listen to this and like, excuse me, you're looking for like, go hard, like lift, lift the heaviest weights you've ever lifted. Like my gym playlist is more about like, you didn't even want to walk through the front door and you want you need inspiration to keep going. You're like, so gross. Why are you doing this? Why are you? Why are you giving such heartfelt answers? This is horrible. Well, because it's a, it's it's true. It's my, my entire my entire gym playlist. That is heartfelt. makes it worse. It being true. Hey, makes it worse. you're the you're the one that started this discourse and wanted to bring it to the podcast. So <laughs> you set yourself up there. Like uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, dude, are people listening thinking less of you right now? Maybe I have no. I'm not going to gatekeep their opinions. You should. I need you to gatekeep. You're very familiar with the topic, apparently. Help me out, bud. Mm, I don't know. Like, I feel like I want everyone to enjoy what they enjoy. And if that's judging you, I don't want to take that from people. I respect that. That's okay. That's fair. All right. I don't I don't want to um, dig a hole any further. Let's move on. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's a, that sounds great to me. We gotta, <laughs> let's get on. We Because we have some... We literally... We are not an, a, a podcast that has been around long enough to say there's breaking news, but we're going to dork out a little bit and with some breaking news in the our where's the beef section. And um, this should be interesting. Yeah. So Mike found out before I did, which is interesting because usually I'm so up to date on this stuff that we kind of text each other when we both find out. It, it, it's surprising. I haven't heard about it, but apparently Jonathan Majors, y'all may know him as kong or kang, kang. 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 i just said yeah. kong i lost all yeah. ability i'm getting off that's a bad day for me yes uh, kong you want oh my gosh. Um, so you're gonna you want to take a break and get off and then you'll just come back later it's okay have you ever seen um uh what's that uh um oh man that, that movie uh oh uh uh, uh have you ever seen high school musical yes yeah you understand <laughs> i don't know what you're doing but <laughs> i do luckily this is I'll just say, luckily, this isn't, oh, I know what you're doing now, and it's not a video. This is, luckily, this isn't a video. Yeah. You know what Sharpay is like doing her vocal? You were doing, yeah, you you were doing a Sharpay impression. Um, <laughs> so I feel like at this point, anyone who is judging my playlist is going to shift to their judgment to someone else. But yes, Jonathan Majors, who plays Kang, uh, the verdict in his trial came through this afternoon. And it was? Um, guilty of two charges of third third degree assault and harassment. That's um, insane. So two the two other charges, and again, we're not legal experts. We're just kind of giving our opinion on seeing news, and obviously, th some some facts that we may bring up. Well, not facts. Some details we may bring up. Uh, maybe things that get corrected in the press soon. You know, you never know what what's actually out there. But as far as like the actual details of the trial. Um, Jonathan Majors, for those of you who don't know, is played Kang in Ant-Man 3 and was introduced in the Loki series. This is this is Marvel geeking out people. And then they built like their tentpole 
films for the rest of this phase of the Marvel cin- Cinematic Universe around his character. Like one, excuse me, one movie is called The Kang Dynasty coming up. Um, after that is Secret Wars, but Avengers Kang Dynasty. And in the middle of all this, it was discovered that uh, an, a, an ex-partner of his, um, she pressed charges against him, assault charges, harassment charges, and he was found guilty on two of those charges today. And two of the other charges that were a little more serious have been, you know, where he was found not guilty, which is good. But he's facing possible jail time again. He's, you know, a Hollywood person who knows under the circumstances and they are, there's still misdemeanor charges. So I guess he faces a maximum of like a year in prison. So I'm sure that'll get commuted to some other service or something along those lines. But after I saw that, like 45 minutes later, uh, I saw another person covering the Everything Always channel, which cover covers Marvel News. Um, Hollywood Reporter stated that Marvel, after the verdict came down, has officially cut ties with Jonathan Majors. So the next phase of their films well, now doesn't have the lead actor. Hold on. So I want to I get to Marvel. I want to peel this back in layers. So let's just back up to the trial. And as you said, there might be some things that come out later. So I was actually keeping up with the trial. That's why I was surprised I didn't see this already. And I remember I listened to a piece of evidence from a voicemail and he did sound a bit, I don't know if you listened to it, but when he was talking to her and, and she came home drunk and he was like, um, uh, what did he say? He was like, he was like, I need you to be my Michelle Obama. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh because he's being serious. It's like, I need you to be my Michelle Obama. Okay. I'm a good man. I'm doing great things for my culture. I need you to be a great woman. I'm a great man. Like, but you could just tell it was, it was, it was, it was just really talking down to her for doing whatever she chose to do, uh, go out, have a good time, whatever. Uh, and I remember listening to that and I was like, yeah, man, I mean, like, yeah, there's there's no evidence in that voicemail that he like physically assaulted her. But they have video of the aftermath of that. But like, I was like, oh, yeah, he does sound a little bit like uh, a little bit like, hey, you need to, you know, you need to stay in line. And I was like, oh, crap, here we go. And then that we find this out. That just sucks, man. That just sucks. Like, I, I, I hate when and we talked about this a little bit before we started the podcast like i I feel so i don't feel bad i genuinely dislike when people due to the heat of the moment make a decision that literally could cost them a legacy like a like and sometimes their whole life right you could so some of these decisions kill people and they end up spending their whole life in jail and they never know what could have been and it's like man like you have to you have to be able to take a step back and realize that like one bad move and emotion can literally decimate everything you've worked so hard to build, whether, and whether that's like a million dollar business, whether that's a a healthy family, whether that's a strong relationship with your spouse, whatever it is, like people in the heat of the moment wreck themselves. And it's man, like humans just, it's the same thing with the culture thing that you were talking about, the gatekeeping. It's like, you gotta learn to take a step back and just breathe because you don't realize like humans do dumb stuff when they just let their emotions take over. They really do. And it's just it's just sad to see, man. It's sad to see someone who, in my opinion, was one of the greatest actors of the 21st century. Like, honestly, like I loved and everything I watched him do, Creed 3, all the Avengers movies, because like I mean, just within that, just Kang alone. I mean, he played like four different roles seamlessly. Like he was a really good actor. 
Um, and he still is a good actor. And I'm sure he'll go on. I'm sure he'll have a redemption arc because even if he gets the worst sentence, it's only like a year in jail. So hopefully he'll have a redemption arc and come back in some other studio and some other great movie because he is a good actor. But um, yeah, just throw all, all that legacy away for like just an emotional outrage. It's just, I don't know. That's sad. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sad. I mean, it, one, it's sad for the person who was the victim in the situation, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, like really, you know, at, at there are times. Wait, where... were you were you were you assuming that I didn't didn't feel no. bad for the victim? No, but I no, but uh, everyone listening didn't hear anything said about that, so I wanted to say something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an assumption about what you're thinking. I'm just saying, for me, that's where my head goes first. Right. Is that that person, you know, was the victim of those circumstances, and I, I think. You know, it's it's bigger, you know, it goes bigger picture, like you said as well. Like it's not just about movie stars. You know, this happens, you know, to human beings and in all levels of society. Like whether they're, you know, they've whether they have no resources to their name or whether they're the richest person on the planet, there are times when our actions are driven by emotion that we 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 make mistakes, yes, but there's still, you know, again even when you make an, an action and mistake, you're still responsible for your actions. You know, I, it's one, it, it comes back around to talking about, you know, we, we, we had some discussions before about the work I used to do in the residence halls with students. I can't tell you the number of times that I had to have disciplinary meetings with students where the, the actions took place when they were blackout drunk. And the student wanted me to just say, you're not responsible because you were blackout drunk when this happened. And at the end of the day, whatever your influence, you know, whether you're under the influence of something or not, you're still responsible for your actions. You know, you're the person that got blackout drunk and then those things happened. So it's, it's not clean. You know, these things aren't ever clean. Like there's no, there's no one way to say, uh, you know, cause I think there's, there's probably, a, there are probably some people that are real fans that are like, it doesn't sound like it was that serious, you know, like some of the things that can get said, you know, on, in his defense, and then people on the other side that are like, he should be banished from life forever. Like he should not ever be able to work in Hollywood again, all of those things. And like, instead where I think it's about, it's an example of a situation where if someone, you know, pays the deals, you know, pays the punishment for their situation after that, you know, they should have the opportunity to step forward again, you know, especially in, in the work arena, you know, and I, it gets, it gets murky. Cause it's like, safety and all of those things come into play and things along those lines. But there's a lot of, and I don't even want to get into like the gossip that came out after the hearing started where like, you know, it was all people like, well, this is something that was, you know, pretty publicly known in Hollywood. Um, like if, if you didn't witness something firsthand, like you don't know what happened, but when we have a verdict, when we have those things happen, it's like, okay, what's going to happen from there. You know, I worry, I worry for his family, you know, for the people that, you know, care about him and that he was caring for. Like, those are the people that I'm most concerned, you know, and obviously, like I said, the person who was on the receiving end of anything, like, those are the people that I'm really concerned about. For him, it's now about, like, what does he learn from this situation? And does he show that, you know, it's something that he's going to move through? Like, there's no way to postulate on any of that either. But I think it happens to people all the time, you know. They make you see it often. You see it often a lot in assault cases where the person knows the other person. Like I didn't mean to do that. Like the phrase "I didn't mean to do it" doesn't absolve responsibility. Like, and it's it's murky and nasty. And again, I don't claim to be a psychologist or a lawyer. Like, I'm not inside anyone's head. 
I can't, you know, but I can say there are times in my life where I've, I've said things out of emotion that had a bigger impact than I intended. Yeah. But you, me you, all the time. you say it, you're responsible for it. Like it's, it's, that's one of the hard facts of life is we, you know, whether you agree or disagree with the rules and the laws, like we exist in the society, we agree to exist, you know, we agree to follow things and you step outside of those boundaries and there can be consequences and it can be, you know, there's, there's a million layers to that, but at the end of the day, you know, this is something, like you said, someone who really was showing a lot of range uh, in the work that they were doing. And I, on some levels, I feel bad. Well, I don't, I, I get upset. I don't even feel bad for Marvel because they've recast big, big roles before. Um, you know, they recast um, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk when Ed Norton wanted more money to be in the Avengers. And they recast, um, the character of war machine like they've handled recasting before and but that's the big question on the flip side of all of this from like the pop culture side like not the personal experience the legal experience is what's going to happen with the the plans for all these films now like are they going to remove the character or are they going to just recast uh, what, what are your thoughts on that no i don't know and i think that's one of the things though is is like they recasted War Machine for sure, but the original actor—I forget his name—he was Iron Man one, and he—he he, it was only one movie, right? And right, you know, uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo, right? He got replaced, he, he or he came in after one movie, right? Kang's a little different. John Major, this role's a little different. He's he's very much in the universe, like in multiple movies, multiple shows, um. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to play it. And that's the thing, though, is that I think that's the problem is they're either going to have to move away from Kang it's somehow. I don't know how much of Kang Dynasty they even have recorded or, 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 yeah, recorded. So I don't even know, like, where they're at in development or production of that movie. So I don't know if they can, like, finish it and then, like, somehow kill him off at the end so he doesn't come back. Um, and then just, like, if there were movies they had lined up that were going to have him in it leading up to that, just don't have him in those movies but try to make it fit the storyline like by using loki leveraging loki or something um i don't know but i know that if they decide to recast to keep it going uh that's a pressure that's some pressure because whoever they do is going to have i mean his big the big fit choose the field not because jonathan majors is so elite but more so the amount of range and influence that that uh that person that entity already has in the universe it's like you're 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 filling a big hole because that hole is in many places across the whole MCU and so you have to really step into that and do really good you have to have good range you have to really you know it's no different than uh the Hulk and uh, the Hulk and War Machine it's great examples right like they like i i forget that uh norton and the other guy were even the characters before unless i watched those first movies again i'm like oh yeah that's right because because the other ones have sold me i've I, they, they are now who i consider to be the characters of that uh of that um person um so like they have big shoes to fill that that would be i mean i'm sure someone if they decide to do that someone someone will step into it um I'm, i'll be very interested to see who it could possibly be i don't know who it would be i have no idea well, I, I think one thing, just to let you know, from what I've read, um, 
they they're they're not even close to production on the Kang Dynasty movie, and they're actually in yeah. rewrites for the script probably, before all of this started. They'll probably um, get rid of it. They'll probably drop it, dude. Well, uh, uh, right now, what the Hollywood Reporter was saying today was that it, they're leaning more towards recasting, um, which really? I think they can do pretty easily, honestly. Um, not that the person doesn't have big shoes to fill or any of that. What you're saying, but these films are dealing with the multiverse. These films are dealing with variants of characters. Fair. And uh, we've already seen in the Loki series that, you know, Sylvie is a, a variant of Loki. Like, so she's a woman, you know? So the idea of the person changing their appearance, you know, their appearance being different, I don't think is is outside the boundaries of the playground that, that Marvel has set up. Like, I think it goes more to the bigger picture of, the, the market being saturated with Marvel movies and oversaturated with Marvel property that we've talked about before on this show. Well, good. Uh, so I, I won't, but I think, but you know, it, it's also, I think this is also one of the reasons why the only Marvel movie coming out next year is Deadpool three. I think yeah, I was literally about to say that. Like, I, I was like, I think this might actually, okay. Not that <laughs> I lost my words here. Not that what happened was a good thing, but I think the, the, past tense in terms of for the marvel universe they could use this in their favor to slow down production on some things and stretch things out a bit to give more quality products in the future oh 100 like they're gonna they're gonna find a way through it like everyone in the end will find a you know situation has happened already like you can't change the past you know as much as their movies postulate you can time travel and all of that like in reality can't change what's already happened. You can't change what's you can only change what's to come. Yeah. So I I don't have any fear for them. I don't I'm not I'm not worried about where they're gonna go and if they're gonna make money in any of those things. Like I just think it'll be interesting. You know, who it'll be interesting you, to see like where they decide to take it. Who would you be interested in seeing take a crack at that role? I I honestly I haven't given it any thought at all. I'm really not I have no idea. Um I saw someone earlier say that the perfect actor just appeared in a Marvel movie so that he wouldn't really be able to do it. Um, and that's, um, she would tell age of four, a four. I'm, I'm totally butchering his name. I'm sure from the most recent who played the, um, high evolutionary in the most recent guardians of the galaxy is a name that I've seen people be like, he, they uh, could reveal that he, he could you know, reveal that reveal and they could reveal that he's a Kang variant um pretty easily um but then that gets you know that gets too continuity heavy i don't know i think you know they if they're gonna do it they have to kind of spring fresh like they could have this new person come in and destroy the council of kangs that appeared in the movies already you know that stadium full of kangs that all look the same like blast them and then take over like good point yeah they, they could easily recast. now that i'm listening to you talk yeah you're right they could easily recast it for sure you know and, and i'm sure they will and even if it because they can't just say the character doesn't exist anymore and they can't kill him off screen like something will have to happen so but it's just like we said breaking news and the idea that the um, information came back and so now we all just sit and wait because at the end of the day none of us are involved in what's actually happening so that's it's, right. It's a it, again. It comes back to my earlier advice. Um, if you're feeling heated about the situation, go on outside and, and enjoy 
the cold or the warmth, depending on what part of the world you're in. And also, if you enjoy us doing breaking news like this, email us and let us know, and we might get into looking that up more often. We would be interested in your thoughts. Because I, I thought- and we and we got an email last week, so mm-hmm. you know, people don't. The email works. We have proof that it works. Yep, I forwarded it to Mike and everything, and he mm-hmm. said it was a horrible email and told me to never forward it from that address mm-hmm. ever again. Didn't say that, but you know, you want to, you want to, if that's your comeback to your personal attack on my gym playlist earlier, you know, I'll give it to to you. I'll let it be there. (laughs) But that's, you know, that's our, that's the, you know, our, our where's the beef this week is kind of just that thought, you know, we, we took it to a deeper place and then kind of came back out of it. Like, you know, your actions. And, and I think it's just a good example of like the impact that our act, you know, our actions as one individual can have on a lot of different things. Dude, you totally, and, I hate you. You stole my line. That's exactly what I was going to say. Why do you do this? Uh, well, you know, it's just because I'm a little quicker. I'm a little faster. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you're the ultra marathon runner and I, I have the, the faster processing brain. Whatever. I felt like a, I double, it felt like a double insult. We'll have to do. We'll have to have someone come on and do like a trivia contest for us one time on the show live to see how that works out. Well, they're only going to ask questions from the 18th century, and you're going to win. So mm-hmm. there we go. There we go. Old jokes. <laughs> Old jokes. So moving past the beef, we're into junk food. Do you? I have something I was going to bring up that is actually tangential to what we were just talking about. Please do, because I can't think of anything. Right. I I felt like pop culture. I thought I felt like what's where's the beef? Uh, kind of bled into that a bit so feel free well i mean we're i will say this we've had you know of our first six episodes we've had almost a what is it almost 100 and almost 120 listens so i hope i don't drive away one of our six loyal listeners um but it's we're gonna i'm gonna talk a little bit more marvel because i we we did the holiday stuff i actually have two things to talk about in junk food first is marvel the second one is not so stick around if you're tired of marvel there's more coming but I don't know. I'm sure you know this, but I, I will just say I haven't watched this yet because it's not out. But I'm excited that we're a few days away from the second season of What If dropping on Disney Plus. And instead of once a week this year, they're doing it one a day through to the new year. So nine episodes starting the 22nd of December. I'm excited to have a new episode of something dropping every day. Hmm. Oh, okay. So fun fact. What I, are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? I've never watched What If. You didn't watch What If? No. It's based. Watch- it's all. It's you should watch it because it's all within the continuity of the films. Like I, I just watched. It, I I watched like highlights of each episode from TikTok. No, you got to watch. You got to watch it. There's some really really good ones, and things come back this season. It's a good series, especially the zombies episode. Um. Yeah. So what 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 if season two is coming and I'm excited about it and you who talk text me about every Marvel thing that's happening have apparently never watched it. So that's interesting. Well, I, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't feel like it was I felt like it was kind of like its own thing. Well, they Kevin Feige has said that it's it. They are the what if stories all take place in other universes in the Marvel, the, the cinematic multiverse. Oh, so, I didn't know he said that. See now, now see, yeah, now, now the minute you said that, I was like, oh, now I gotta go watch it all. Yeah, you do. It's but it, they're only half hour episodes. It's not that long. There's, I think the first season was eight or nine. You'll be fine. The one that was really stuff in there was the one where Loki and Thor were like actually like pro, like good good friends, and like Loki was like all in his frost giantness, 
and mm-hmm. Thanos, Thanos was like a good guy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot with that. There, there's some good. There's and the 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 dark Stephen Strange episode is really good. Like, there's some there's some interesting stuff. Oh yeah, and then, the and then, and then uh, Vision gets all the Infinity Stones, or Ultron gets all the Infinity Stones. And mm-hmm. goes nuts. Yeah, yeah, and it builds to like uh it builds to a finale that crosses over all of the episodes. So it's, it's kind of fun in that way. Oh, really? What the, the first season does? Yeah. The final episode of the first season is like a crossover. I did so, not know that. See, now you know this and anyone out there listening who didn't know, now, you know, yeah. but if you didn't know season two drops on the 22nd of December and they're dropping one episode a day through to the end of the year. So I just thought that was fun how they're approaching that. It feels like event TV. We haven't had anything that felt like event TV in a while. So I'm excited about that. Hmm. um not really i guess excited is the wrong word I, i'm not gonna probably watch them all every day but whatever um also this week um and we i think we talked about this on the podcast before that i i really like horror movies and you're not a big fan i saw i signed up for a, a free trial of shutter which is like an online horror movie streaming platform yeah. like horror yeah. netflix mm-hmm. there's some good stuff on there there is I might, I might have to keep it going like i'm, I'm coming up on my um my seven days being up i the movie anna and the apocalypse that i mentioned last week is on there that's why i signed up so i could watch it loved it watched it again that's the if you if you missed this before it's the zombie christmas musical it's on shutter it's also on amazon prime but you have to rent it um but i'm enjoying i'm shutter's got a lot of stuff on there that i haven't seen and there there's a lot of stuff dropped over the last year you know like brand new stuff that went right to shutter so I'm been exploring Shutter this week, so that's been something that I've been doing. I'm excited for you. What about you? Any anything junk food going on for you? Yeah, finally, uh, I just realized that I I so very soon. I don't know the exact date, but Netflix is coming out with the Chronicles of Narnia uh, series. Very excited about that. So, fun fact about me: one of the first book series I ever read was all ten books in the Chronicles of Narnia series. In fact, I still have it somewhere. My mom bought me the entire book series, like the, the, um, um, uh, what, uh, oh man, what's the name of the first book? The, the magician's nephew, uh, Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe. I mean, Prince Caspian, like, the, like all of them, all of them, um, in one big fat book. It's literally like, it's so, it's so big. It's like four inches thick. It's crazy. Um, love, love that storyline. I see. I actually, I actually saw a, a YouTube reel yesterday or YouTube short, sorry. Reels are on Instagram. Shorts are on YouTube. TikToks are on TikTok. I don't know. Um, but it was the, uh, what was it called? It was the boys from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Chronicles of Narnia. You know, two seconds after they step out of the wardrobe. At, you know, and basically they're, it's a couple of, you know, guys making a video. And first they're like kings and they're riding horses. And then they fall through the wardrobe and they're, Hey, we're kids again. And the other guy goes, yeah, we're kids again. We spent 25 years in Narnia. We were gro- I, I killed people. I decapitated a man. And now I'm just supposed to go play with other nine-year-olds. Like we're, we're just kids. I just thought it was funny. Oh, was it, it was it like a reenactment? And then I like, actually like, yeah, like, it was a reenactment. That's not from the book. It's the idea of at the very end when they, they fall back through the wardrobe yeah, yeah, and they're, yeah. they're not adults anymore. How, how people would actually react if they spent all that time growing up and were kings and stepped back through the wardrobe and they were children. I mean, how would you react? I think you'd be pissed like these guys were. 
Yeah, or what? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be mad. I think I'd be kind of like, dude, I get another shot. I'm like, not even. I want to go back in there. Let's live another life. <laughs> like, come back. Well, just imagine trying being ten years old and having done that, and coming back out as a ten year old, and trying to relate to other kids getting frustrated about you know what's packed for their lunch at school, and you're like, well, I, 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 I led a, I led a battle last week, and I. I felt a man die in my arms, so I'm fine with my sandwich. Like, I think there's, you know, it would, it would bring some gravitas to your life. It would, it would bring a little, it would bring you down at least. Yeah, you know what? I remember actually, I um, I actually had to process something. Not, I mean, obviously, I didn't kill anybody. Uh, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um, first time I went to the Philippines, and like I was doing the mission work in the areas I was in. And then I came back to America. Um, I had a really hard time with people that complained for, I mean, for a good, like six, seven months, I really had to like realize that first world problems for first world people are actual problems, like, because that's what they know. So you can't get mad at them because you've experienced something different because they haven't. So for them and their emotions and in their mind, this is an actual problem that needs to be solved. And you have to respect that. Um, I had a hard time with that at first because like for me, I was like, dude, you're mad because your phone's not charging right? Dude, shut up. Like I, I had a hard time with it. So I can definitely resonate actually with with that kind of thought process. Well, there you go. If I see it again on YouTube, I'll, I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, do it. But, yeah, sure. do do. But I'm, I'll, I'm excited. That series sounds really good. I, I, I feel like some of the movies were good. Some of the movies weren't great. I remember those books. I remember as a, as a little fat kid being obsessed with the idea of Turkish taffy. Oh my and, gosh, and it was horrible. Yeah, like it's not it's not at all. It's not at all as as exciting as as the books made it seem. No, no, Turkish Delight. Oh man. Yeah. Even the movie, like the uh not not the first Chronicles of Narnia, not the Lion Witch and Wardrobe, the first one they made in like the 1960s or whatever or 70s. Maybe it was the 70s. Um but uh I have a funny story about that actually. Uh but the one that they made in like the 2000s um when peter bit into the turkish delight that the that the uh the witch made him i was like bro that looks so gooey and yummy like a cake and then i tried it one time and i was like this is gross <laughs> it's so gross why why and you know what? if you like turkish delights i'm not don't gatekeep me okay is that is that how i use that is that the, is that the right phrase sure right? sure part? okay um so fun fact me my mom and me uh, you know we used to be really really poor and so we would go to the dollar theater oh that's fun right oh wait no that wasn't the story okay uh, right, no, no. <laughs> we used to go to the dollar theater and one time like the lion which in the wardrobe was out so we we're like okay and it popped up at this dollar theater so we bought tickets going to watch it and it wasn't the one that released that week it was the one from like 1970 so mm. we're sitting in the theater and this little lion on strings comes <laughs> across the screen and i looked at my mom like what are we watching we laughed for like half the movie. I think we annoyed people in the theater. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's hilarious, though. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, oh, all done. Yeah, I guess. I guess this is. is where she, yeah, is she coming to tell us that we're all done? Yeah, maybe we'll end this episode. Haley, do you want to say bye? Come here, come here, come say bye to everybody. You, you'll be the one to end the episode. Hold on, Mike. You want to say bye first? Okay, I'll say goodbye, everyone out there. Remember to you rate and review the podcast. And if you didn't like this episode, just remember there are people out there that don't have any podcasts. So enjoy the fact that we brought this to you. That's right. And catch us next time. Haley, say bye. <laughs>